Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. And it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a it's dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was, hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? (laughs) (laughs) In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. Talk 99.5, talk99.5.com. Good morning to all of you. It is a beautiful day, middle of the week, Wednesday, the 21st, 2024. Uh, no Richard Dixon today. He's taking care of a little uh, personal business. He'll be back tomorrow, but uh, glad to have my co-host, Brooks Burdett, attorney at law and former law enforcement officer. We got some topics we need to get into, and we are certainly going to do that with her in just a few minutes. Weather looks great. Sunny skies today. Get this, about 70 degrees Get outside, go have some lunch outside, go walk the dog, do something and uh, soak up some of what we're going to have today. Thursday, a few more clouds around, but still very comfortable. 72 the high on the world is I'm looking at the calendar going, really? We're in February, Friday, mixed clouds and sun high 65 Saturday to Monday. It looks like we're going to stay in the 60s and 70s. This is just phenomenal. Let's hey, this is what I'm hoping, Brooks Burdett, that we get into March because every time around my birthday, a lot of a lot of years, not every year, a lot of years we start getting some kind of, it's a wintry mix, it's snow, it's something like that. And it's around the 10th, the 12th, the 14th, somewhere in there. And I'm like, no, because it's so beautiful. Well, that was my question. Do you yeah. want that for no, your birthday? No, 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 we're anti-snow here. But if it Talk- does happen now, I'm blaming you. <laughs> That's right. I mean, that just Anti-snow, us. because here's the thing, and we've said it, we work. We come in, we come in with our suitcases. Uh, if it's on Lindenburg, it's a laundry basket full of clothes, food, pillows, blankets. We sleep here. Right. And so it's it's, not it's work. You. Yeah, it's, no. Uh, well, one, I'm at, I'm at home day, listening. So right, one day that. when I'm not in radio any longer, and we are not, I mean, because that's our, that's our pledge to our listeners. Look, we've got something serious like tornadoes or we've got a snowstorm. We're here for you. Many times people lose power in some of these snowstorms or ice storms, and we're it, right? right. We're it. So 
Um, that's our that's our deal. But one day when I retire, I will wish for snow. Okay, I will I'm going to hold you to that. I am long. going to hold you to that. I will be at your house and make you <laughs> right relax and enjoy. The I'll, t- I'll tell you somebody who probably doesn't care too much for snow. Maybe a little bit of winter weather, but all in all, uh, probably summer weather is his favorite, and that's Rodney's at Rodney's Marine out on. Beautiful Lake Logan Martin. I know a lot about Lake Logan Martin. Steve West, his family had a house on Lake Logan Martin. You have family, Brooks, out on Lake Logan Martin. We all know, all three of us, what a beautiful, beautiful lake that is. And I'm so glad that Rodney is there because he not only knows the lake, but he knows everything boats. He uh, has some beautiful boats right now. Go see him. 2024 boats, the Starcraft and Silver Wave pontoons and tritunes, the aluminum bay boats, XL bass boats. Uh, he even has beautiful pre-owned boats. We've seen some of those, and I got fooled one time. I was like, well, that's a beautiful new boat. And Ronnie goes, no, that's a pre-owned boat. I was like, it looks brand new. So go see him and talk to him. If you're ready to do this, spring is right around the corner. Uh, with weather like today, you could actually get out on the boat and enjoy the day. Uh, maybe up-power your, your Suzuki engine. Get a bigger Suzuki engine. You could do that. And, of course, if there are any repairs that need to be done, Rodney is there. His guys are there, and they can do whatever you need. Or maybe add an accessory, some lights or a stereo system. But Rodney's Marine, uh, rodneysmarine.com. He's on Highway 231 in Cropwell, or call him at 525-1500. And I know you're a fan of Rodney as well. I am. I was about to say, and he's just fun to hang out with. He so is if you a get good there, guy. Ask for him. Yeah. So where, I, that. Yeah, I where need to see me some Rodney yes. and his yes. sweet wife, too. They're just another... Good folk. Yep. That's Good what folk. they are. Good folk. Good folk. And their their location is easy to get to, easy mm-hmm. to get in and out of. So yeah. it's good people. And uh, th- he's got that that uh, boat service where, and I don't know what his situation is now. I think he's pretty full. But to be able to leave your boat there and call him up and say, hey, the valet service, I'm uh, headed out there. Could you have my boat in the water by 10 o'clock? I'm bringing the fam. You get there and the boat's in the water ready to go. Gassed up, up, ready, ready to, go. to go. I'm like, ah. I love ah. it. I love Talk it. about spoiled. Yeah. That, well, that will definitely do it It's a great service. Yep, yeah, it is. All right, uh, let's get into the three things we need to do that. And now Hi. it's Dixon and Vining's top three things you need to know today. Well, uh, we mentioned this uh, last hour. We are going to dive a little deeper into it. Uh, we've got a uh, primary that is taking place in South Carolina this Saturday. Nikki Haley yesterday spoke, uh, and she said she's staying in the race, regardless of how far Donald Trump is ahead of her. The latest poll shows Trump at 63%, Nikki Haley at 35%. At what point, Nikki, do you say, okay, I'm so far behind Trump, even in my home state, this this is a bad look, I'm getting out of the race. And she claims she's going to stay in it until March 5th. That's unbelievable. I, I don't know how she would do that if she loses her own state. Yeah. That's, 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 that, there's your sign. Ah, it's bad. Uh, Donald Trump was there last night. He did a uh, town hall of sorts with Laura Ingram from Fox News. Tim Scott, who we pointed out during this town hall, which was great. It was an hour long and uh, really touched on a lot of different topics. Everybody, one of the questions was, Laura Ingram asked him, what's your VP candidate looking like? Who, who are you talking to? And, and Tim Scott, of course, from South Carolina, sitting on the front row, he keeps pointing to him. He keeps talking about him, but he's not saying who the VP is. He pretty much said what's most important, and, of course, Donald Trump would say this, it is the president. Yes. Who is who is running for president? The VP is important because if something does happen to the president, and he said this, that that person should be able to step in and be an excellent president, too. And currently, we don't have either of those things. We do not. 
Biden is not a good president. And Kamala Harris, if she had to step into that, oh, my goodness, Lord, help us. Yeah. So that's what he's looking for. And what is beautiful about the Republican and conservative side of things is there are a lot of people he could choose. Christy Nome has been thrown out there. Um, Vivek, he spoke last night a little bit after the interview. He would, you know, people have said that he would be good. There are a number of VP candidates that could, you know, team up with him and be his running mate. So we'll see how that works out. But Nikki, uh, you know, if if she does this poorly, uh, specifically on how this latest poll looks, if it's that bad or worse, I don't know why you continue on, other than there's money flowing in from the Democratic Party to keep you in it. Right. I I don't know. I don't know the strategy. I I don't know either. But it was a packed house last night. There are so many people that are sick of all these frivolous lawsuits that have been filed against Donald Trump. And the momentum continues to, it appears to gain and gain and gain for Donald Trump. Right. So we'll see and we'll watch what happens uh, Saturday in South Carolina when that when that is happening. Authorities in uh, Jefferson County looking for those two men that stole an ATM. This happened last week in the Forestdale area. They're asking if you know anything about this to uh, give them a ring. This is incredible. They stole a garbage truck. They tied a chain around the base of the ATM to pull it out. The ATM was found later in the day after deputies said there was a trail of debris. This is like somebody getting shot and there's blood spattered That's along I the said, road. Follow the change. Follow, <laughs> follow the change. <laughs> they fo- they followed the debris to the 1300 block of Heflin Avenue. No one so far has been taken into custody. Don't know how much the thieves made off with, but goodness gracious! I mean, you, they did get a little creative. They, they stole did. a garbage like I truck. Say, use that knowledge and get a real job, a legitimate job, a legal it, job. It would be nice if they did that. Yes. Uh, finally, this uh, an 18-year-old uh, that attended Bessemer City High School died in a car that he was a passenger in when the driver made the stupid decision to flee from police, which I'll ask you about in a moment. Police in Lipscomb attempted to pull the driver over in a Dodge Challenger last Friday just before noon. After observing the driver speeding and driving recklessly, there was a short pursuit, but officers called off the chase. A short time later, uh, those officers came up on the car that had hit a tree at a high rate of speed and overturned. The 18-year-old was taken to UAB Hospital, taken off life support on Saturday. He was out of school Friday for an e-learning day. So sad. So sad. So, So, you know, you you hear about this time and time again, and it seems to be happening more frequently, where people that are committing crimes or speeding or driving recklessly think it's a good idea to flee from police. That never turns out well. No, it doesn't. And, you know, in that case, you know, you don't know if, if the kid had something in the car, he didn't want to get caught. But, you know, at that age, you don't think anything bad's going to happen to you. Mm. They were in a fast car, you know. They think, but uh, yeah, if you look look online at that vehicle, oh, goodness gracious. It, it'll it'll fly. Yeah. And that car hit that tree, and you can even, can't even tell what kind of vehicle it is. No, it, it, so. it, there's an image of it upside down, and you're like, I don't even know what that is. Right. And I, I'm, I'm pretty good at knowing vehicles, and I know mm-hmm. you, and especially Steve. I mean, it's easy to identify a vehicle, yeah. and that one is like. No, you can't tell. Not sure what that is. Tell. And that's yep. just horrible because. Yep. This young man apparently was an honor roll student, but happened to be making the poor decision to be with somebody in a vehicle that thinks that it's smart to flee from police, and he happened to be a passenger in this car. Right. So as I tell my son all the time, choose friends wisely. That's right. 
Absolutely. So, Valerie, I'm going to do a quick shout out while okay, we're in the segment. Okay, please do. Yeah, what you got? Because uh, I've got some young athletes that I'm hope are See, listening I tell, right now. I tell Richard Dixon all the time, this is a family friendly show. And he doesn't believe me that there are young people that listen to this show. Yes. And there are. So so we have some young folks listening. Good morning. It's uh, good morning, guys. Eight years and younger basketball oh, team. Really? In Leeds, Green Wave, Alabama. Okay. Wow. And their names are Ava, Drew, Trey, Braxton, Kimball, and Noah. Now, what is special about these kids, who are coached by Josiah and Chad, is they win an entire season undefeated. Now, there's... Whoa. Okay? That's impressive. six young people. Yeah. Okay? Then they played in a tournament. Wait, I have a question. So okay. they didn't rotate any of the kids in and out? They're running no. up and down the basketball yes. court? Yes. Out of breath? Yes. Exhausted? Yes. They there's have one, no, one, no one extra to rotate. That's it. Wow. Okay? Then they play in a tournament. Now, these are eight and younger, okay? Mm-hmm. Four nights in a row. Four nights in a row. Did they, did they have school the next day? Yes, oh. these are school nights. And then this team went undefeated that whole tournament. <laughs> well, that's really, so, this must be and one And at heck that of point, it becomes team. stamina at yeah. the end. But what is so neat, at this age, uh, they let the girls play with the boys. Mm-hmm. And I love that team building yep. that these kids see. We can be friends. We can play a sport together. When they're young mm-hmm. and their size is the same. Right. But I had the opportunity to go to some of these games. We have great parents. These are special. And I'm not going to call them just young children. These are young athletes. And they played great. That's but I don't think terrific. you and I could play four nights in a row oh, on a gosh. school night. No. Well, when? You know? Are we talking in our 20s? Are we talking yeah. when we're eight? When well, we're eight? No. I still don't think I could do it at eight. I don't think I could do it at eight. Now I'm not sure I could get a half. Yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, they run full court. But, anyway, I'm that's very, amazing. very, very proud of them. I yeah. think that's huge. Uh, a lot of area teams played in that tournament. I think there were 18 teams, and they won it all. Oh, so congratulations I'm, just, I'm a little bit proud, and I'm way to go, that's guys. That's very way good. To go. And thank you for that's letting impressive. me share that. I was no, proud I think that. that's fantastic. Well, I'm, you know, I, I, being an athlete, you too, we, it's a great way to build friendships when you have good coaches like Josiah and Chad. They, they're teaching life skills. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a whole lot of kids out there that aren't athletes. Yeah. My thing is be involved in something where you're around other kids because you learn so much about life and personality. Well, and, and, and I'll tell you, it even goes further than that, and that's why I'm a firm believer. If you can get your kids, and not sports aren't for every kid. No, no. But if you can get your kids involved in something like that that's team building, and sports definitely that, it, it, it is for life because sure. you're going to parlay that into a job and you're going to be working with people where you have to team build. That's right. Whether you're a manager, you're an employee, whatever it is that you are, you're going to have to figure out how to work together. Right. And right. I think that, that, that those skills that they learn at that age, even if it's, you know, eight years old in a basketball sure. team, you learn that. And you, you do. And you they'll, do. Never, they'll never forget the experience, too. Right. And it's good. Right. It's really, and, really good. Well, and another thing, too, is... You know, I always, I hear parents in, in my practice of law talk about, you know, well, we've got a teacher we don't like or whatever. Let me tell you something, folks. Your kids are going to go through a lifetime of dealing with <laughs> Amen. personalities that they Amen. may not like. That's right. But you know what? You, you Suck power, it up, Buttercup. You, that's that's right. what you do. Suck you, it up, You buttercup. power through and you learn because if you're ever going to grow to be a good employee or employer you or figure a leader out. of people or a good friend to somebody, mm-hmm. you've got to understand that you're not going to just love and adore everybody. everybody. And, 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 uh, and I know every know. parent has dealt with a child that says, this teacher doesn't like me or blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? You're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have right. to figure out how to get along. And if the teacher doesn't like you, then do a, do an end around about how you continue to learn in that class and do well. That's right. You don't just say, the teacher doesn't like me or the coach doesn't like me. Right. 
Right. It's a, right. That's life. That's life. That's life. Yep. 718. It's Talk 99.5, talk99.5.com. Calm. She had to step into that. Oh, my goodness. Lord, help us. Yeah. So that's what he's looking for. And what is beautiful about the Republican and conservative side of things is there are a lot of people he could choose. Christy Nome has been thrown out there. Um, Vivek, he spoke last night a little bit after the interview. He would, you know, people have said that he would be good. There are a number of VP candidates that could, you know, team up with him and be his running mate so we'll see how that works out but nikki uh, you know if if she does this poorly uh, specifically on how this lady latest poll looks if it's that bad or worse i don't know why you continue on other than there's money flowing in from the democratic party to keep you in it right i I don't know i don't know the strategy i I don't know either but it was a packed house last night there are so many people that are sick of all these frivolous lawsuits that have been filed against donald trump and the momentum continues to, it appears to gain and gain and gain for Donald Trump. Right. So we'll see and we'll watch what happens uh, Saturday in South Carolina when that when that is happening. Authorities in uh, Jefferson County looking for those two men that stole an ATM. This happened last week in the Forestdale area. They're asking if you know anything about this to uh, give them a ring. This is incredible. They stole a garbage truck. They tied a chain around the base of the ATM to pull it out. The ATM was found later in the day after deputies said there was a trail of debris. This is like somebody getting shot and there's blood spattered That's along I the said, road. Follow the change. Follow, <laughs> follow the change. <laughs> they, fo- they followed the debris to the 1300 block of Heflin Avenue. No one so far has been taken into custody. Don't know how much the thieves made off with. But goodness gracious. I mean, you, they did get a little creative. They, they stole did. a garbage like I truck. Say, use that knowledge and get a real job, a legitimate job, a legal it, job. It would be nice if they did that. Yes. Uh, finally, this uh, an 18-year-old uh, that attended Bessemer City High School died in a car that he was a passenger in when the driver made the stupid decision to flee from police, which I'll ask you about in a moment. Police in Lipscomb attempted to pull the driver over in a Dodge Challenger last Friday just before noon. After observing the driver speeding and driving recklessly, there was a short pursuit, but officers called off the chase. A short time later, uh, those officers came up on the car that had hit a tree at a high rate of speed and overturned. The 18-year-old was taken to UAB Hospital, taken off life support on Saturday. He was out of school Friday for an e-learning day. So sad. So sad. So, so sad. you know, you, you hear about this time and time again, and it seems to be happening more frequently, where people that are committing crimes or speeding or driving recklessly think it's a good idea to flee from police. That never turns out well. No, it doesn't. And, you know, in that case, I, you know, I, you don't know if, if the kid had something in the car, he didn't want to get caught. But, you know, at that age, you don't think anything bad's going to happen to you. Mm. They were in a fast car. You know, they think, but uh, yeah, if you look get look online at that vehicle, oh goodness gracious, it, it'll it'll fly. Yeah, and that car hit that tree, and you can even can't even tell what kind of vehicle. It, it no, is, it, so. it, it, there's an image of it upside down, and you're like, I don't even know what that is. Right. And I, I'm I'm pretty good at knowing vehicles, and I know mm-hmm. you, and especially Steve. I mean, it's easy to identify a vehicle, yeah. and that one is like, no, nope, you can't tell. Not sure what that tell. is, and that's yep. just horrible because. Yep. This young man apparently was an honor roll student, but happened to be making the poor decision to be with somebody in a vehicle that thinks that it's smart to 
flee from police, and he happened to be a passenger in this car. Right. So as I tell my son all the time, choose friends wise. That's right. Absolutely. So, Valerie, I'm going to do a quick shout-out while okay, we're in the segment. Okay, please do. Yeah, what you got? Because uh, I've got some young athletes that I am hope are See, listening I right tell, now. I tell Richard Dixon all the time, this is a family-friendly show, and he doesn't believe me that there are young people that listen to this show. Yes. And there are. So so we have some young folks listening. Good morning. It's uh, good morning, guys. Eight years and younger basketball oh, team. Really? In Leeds, Green Wave, Alabama. Okay. Wow. And their names are? Ava, Drew, Trey, Braxton, Kimball, and Noah. Now, what is special about these kids, who are coached by Josiah and Chad, is they win an entire season undefeated. Now, there's... Whoa. Okay? That's impressive. six young people. Yeah. Okay? Then they played in a tournament. Wait, I have a question. So, okay. they didn't rotate any of the kids in and out? They're running no. up and down the basketball yes. court? Yes. Out of breath? Yes. Exhausted? Yes. They there's have one, no, one, no one extra to rotate. That's it. Wow. Okay? Then they play in a tournament. Now, these are... Eight and younger, okay? Mm-hmm. Four nights in a row. Four nights in a row. Did they, did they have school the next day? Yes, oh. these are school nights. And then this team went undefeated that whole tournament. <laughs> well, that's really so. This must be and one at heck that of a point, it becomes team. stamina at yeah. the end. But what is so neat at this age, uh, they let the girls play with the boys. Mm-hmm. And I love that team building yep. that these kids see we can be friends, we can play a sport together. When they're young mm-hmm. and their size is the same. Right. But I had the opportunity to go to some of these games. We have great parents. These are special. And I'm not going to call them just young children. These are young athletes. And they played great. That's but I don't think terrific. you and I could play four nights in a row oh, on a gosh. school night. No. Well, when? You know? Are we talking in our 20s? Are we talking yeah. when we're eight? When we're eight? Now, I, still I don't think I could do it at eight. I don't think I could do it at eight. Now I'm not sure I could get a half. Yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, they run full court. But, anyway, I'm that's very, amazing. very, very proud of them. I yeah. think that's huge. Uh, a lot of area teams played in that tournament. I think there were 18 teams, and they won it all. Oh, so congratulations I'm, just, I'm a little bit proud, and I'm way to go, that's guys. That's very way good. To go. And thank you for that's letting impressive. me share that. I was no, proud I think that. that's fantastic. Well, I, you know, I, I being an athlete, you too, we, it's a great way to build friendships when you have good coaches like Josiah and Chad. They, they're teaching life skills. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a whole lot of kids out there that aren't athletes. Yeah. My thing is be involved in something where you're around other kids because you learn so much about life. And per- 205-397-2100. 397-2100. That's CORE Plastic Surgery. You can also visit them online at coreandassociates.com. CoreandAssociates.com. All right, no Richard Dixon today. He'll return tomorrow. And uh, Brooks Burdett, attorney at law and former law enforcement officer, with us um, and talking all kinds of issues. And one of the one one of the things that I specifically wanted to talk with you about because it involves law and it is a little bit complicated. But this entire this case that came out uh, recently on frozen embryos, the Alabama here's how it how it played out. The Alabama Supreme Court recently ruled on late uh, the, I think this was late last week involving frozen embryos and whether frozen embryos can be considered children under state law. Now they ruled the answer yes, and that it is a life and a child even at that stage, but. This also has huge implications, Brooks, for those involved in fertility treatment. This all got started when three couples brought wrongful death cases after they each had embryos that were destroyed by accident after a person got into the area of the fertility clinic and the embryos were destroyed. 
The justices cited anti-abortion language, which is in our state constitution, goes all the way back to 1872. State law allows parents to sue over the death of a minor child, which also applied to all unborn children, regardless of their location. So this gives fertilized eggs the same legal status as children. There's also a story of an Alabama woman who is 26 uh, and pregnant with a child that she conceived through in vitro fertilization. Here is the deal. She and her husband have 10 other embryos. Now, here's the deal. The couple wanted to donate the embryos to science, but that is now not an option because that is a life. And if you donate it to science for science to destroy the embryo or or to run test and that embryo is no longer, well, we now know how the Alabama Supreme Court has ruled. So now we have a problem with all of these embryos that are frozen in these fertility clinics. The options are you can move them out of Alabama to a state where maybe you could do something other with them. Or what do you do? Are you forced now to adopt the embryos out? This is a fascinating case. It, it is. So so let me give folks a little history. First of all, this case, it goes back to 1872, and I, I didn't research yet, but that case said parents could sue in wrongful death actions for their children. Mm-hmm. Okay? So our legislature, the law is, like it or not, life begins at conception. Okay? So the justices have to look at what the law says. Mm-hmm. And it strictly says that, okay? Mm -hmm. So Imagine that. Um, uh, (laughs) Supreme Court justice is actually following the law. Yes, yes. What our law says. Right. So even (laughs) if it's a fertilized egg in a Petri dish, Mm -hmm. that is considered under the law conception. A child. Okay. A life. So if our law says life begins at conception and our law didn't specify it's got to be in the womb or not in the womb, The justices had no choice, Mm -hmm. Valerie. I agree with you on that. But to say that, okay, now we can have a debate and you and I can stay here the rest of the day (laughs) because I have serious issues with our abortion law. And the only thing I'm going to say is it's ridiculous in our state that a woman doesn't have options if she was raped or Or incest. incest. Yeah, I agree with that. That that shows some backward stuff. Folks, I don't care where you are. That's backwards, okay? But because our law says life begins at conception, our justice had had no choice but to say, in that Petri dish, that's a child too. Now, folks, stem cell research and life-saving stuff that can happen from these embryos, it's real sad that now the parents can't even say, well, we've got 50 frozen ones over here in the lab. And this is what I want to do with it. And two of these could save hundreds of thousands of lives. Sorry. But I think I think that our our Supreme Court they're strapped because of what our law says. Uh-huh. Our legislature can fix it all, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, that that's how you fix it. We can't let the courts write law. We can't do that. But but this case, and I, I think it's gonna. I think we're gonna see the ripples of a lot more issues. So Valerie, did you look at the case of how those embryos were destroyed? Yes. Yes. They're at a hospital, um, and they left the door open. Yeah, that, that's... And a patient goes wandering in there and grabs them and drops them in the floor. Mm-hmm. So that whole... There, there's, Security there's, there's issues definitely there. civil penalty yeah, yeah. and should have been. Mm-hmm. 
But I, I think that I, I think our justices may not have had a choice, and now we have and to I, say I if, if if life begins at conception, it doesn't matter where conception right. is. Right, and I think that's where you maybe need to change this because this is going to cause a huge problem for all these fertility clinics. Yes. Because I, based on this, I would say that maybe they didn't think through the language of our constitution here in Alabama and how that would affect them. But this case has blown it wide open because right. they're like, oh, my word, so what are, we, what are we doing with these families that potentially want to have a family and they have this embryo and there's 10 of them like this woman. This woman has to make some decisions here about what to do because here's where you go with it. If they do nothing, let's say the husband and wife do absolutely nothing with the 10 embryos they have here in Alabama. Right. Well, then, they, then now they're leaving them to their children and to their possibly their grandchildren. That's right. And on and on. And then they're going to be forced to pay the, to store those right. embryos. You have to store them, and other family yeah. members down the road may end up having to make a decision on what to do with these embryos. Right. It's out of control. It's that's just it's just a mess. It's so. Just a mess. The, I I I would assume that the only option they have here is they say, "Give me my frozen embryos," or transport those embryos to i don't know california right, right so that i can make decisions about what i want to do with those embryos because the laws are different in california than they are in alabama right. i think they have to make an adjustment yeah, to this they, they have to and here's the other thing too you know I, I we can sit here and beat up on legislatures all the time <laughs> but a lot of times they'll pass these laws and and they can't possibly think of every single right and, the, and, again, and, and that's why case been, law right. helps helps drive some of that but you know, th- this is, is just such a mess because there's great reasons that we have this time, type of technology. Sure. There's people that get diagnosed with cancer, and w- once they start radiation and chemo, they can't have children, mm-hmm. and this is a great way. So so it's a wonderful thing that we, we have that It's a technology. nice option to have. Sure, yeah, sure it, is. it is. But this is, again, the pendulum seems to swing way too far sometimes, and Goodness, I I was shocked. <laughs> you know, I didn't know this was a pending ruling. I don't keep up with Supreme Court every week, and mm-hmm. but this, the, this, this was one... something. But I wanted people to understand that it's not our justices just choosing the law. They they're, they had to look at it. the letter of the law of something that kind of grew from 1872, which I can't believe there was ever a time my parent couldn't sue wrongful death because their child. But anyway, that's another story. But but that that they had no choice. So wherever that conception is in a dish or in a person, I that's think, a viable human being. I think this change, else. this is a huge change for um, uh, couples that are thinking about, you know, the embryo and how that affects them here in Alabama right. with the law the way that it is. Right. But I guarantee you these fertility clinics are going, oh, my, we never thought right. about that. Well, and here's the other thing, too. They freeze the embryo so it stays in its current state Mm -hmm. you know if i'm sitting there as a supreme court justice am i going to say a frozen person is a viable person i don't know valerie I don't That's know. That's how they rule. They said, you know, yes. I, yeah. I, that to me, but again, you know, I'm, I haven't read the whole case. I'm not the Supreme Court justice studying all this. To me, is how is a frozen person a viable person? Ted Williams would like to know. <laughs> <laughs> so it is fascinating. Yeah, it is fascinating. And let's see what happens in the state of Alabama if they make some changes or if they leave this just as it is. And, 
you know, I think there's some fertility clinics that say we're 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 kind of done here. Oh, they got yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're done. You uh, own a fertility clinic in You're Alabama. Thinking, uh, we got to look at something else to do, or we got to move out of the state. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Seven forty-seven. Sticks and Vining with special guest Brooks Burdett filling in for Richard today. Talk 99.5, talk99.5.com. Talk 99.5, talk99.5.com. 7.52, Dixon and Vining, Valerie Vining. No Richard Dixon today. Back tomorrow. He just has uh, today off. we got Brooks Burdett, attorney at law, former law enforcement officer for the city of Hoover. How many years were you with the department? Twelve. Twelve years. Wonderful years. Uh-huh. Wonderful years. Yep, they were good years. They were very good to me. Mm-hmm. Very good to me. Um, we were uh, talking off air just a minute ago about this crazy situation in Atlanta, Georgia. It's really happening in Georgia and cities across the country. Uh, the problem is with squatters. And when I first heard about squatters, I was like, what, what, come to me again? They're what? They're doing what? And again, this, is, this has been going on for quite some time, but it's become a real issue in Atlanta. To the point that lawmakers there are proposing a bill that would make the act a criminal offense, which they should. Uh, it seems crazy that we would even have to come up with a bill like this, but uh, the deal is some 1,200 homes have been taken over by squatters there. The proposed bill was first going to amend the state's official code relating to criminal trespassing. Lawmakers elected to forego manipulating the current code and have created a new one to address the problem. It says, if you are a squatter in a home and you don't have consent or legal authority to be in that residence, then you'll be arrested and charged with a misdemeanor, fined, and could spend up to a year in jail. It's about time right. that they start doing something about this. Right. Because homeowners will go away on a vacation. They go somewhere for a week. They come back. There's somebody in their house. Right. So here again, if you look at the history, the law wants to protect people that live in a home. Let's think about it that way. So think about a tenant, a renter. Okay, if you have a lease and it ends and your landlord doesn't renew the lease, then in Alabama, that becomes 30 day lease. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it's every 30 days. Now, you are, you know, if you're a landlord, you don't show up the day before and say, you got to move tomorrow. Okay, most courts are going to say you've got to give a reasonable time. That's kind of the 30 day thing. Okay, so you get into situations where. You know, just because a landlord is is renting you a place and they've a buyer calls them, they they you don't want it where they can call you and say you got to move tomorrow again mm-hmm. to protect the, the person tenant, who lives that, there. Yeah, the tenant, that you've, okay? you've leased the property. So again, I say this a lot: when that pendulum swings too far, <laughs> and and I, I was looking into this. So basically, there was a company out there give us fourteen hundred dollars. We have a key to this house, which I'm wondering how they have the key to the house, and they basically give them a fake lease. Because the police are going to get called, right. and the police are going to get there and say, oh, this is a civil matter. We can't do anything because mm-hmm. normally the police can't go in and grab somebody and, and pull them move out. them out of their house. Right. So they show a lease, and the police officer says, well, landlord or owner of the house, you've got to go file them civilly. Well, in most states, it could take three to six months. <laughs> if not longer, you've got to have the person on. served. you got to get them to court, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Meanwhile, they're in the house and destroying so it. And so we see here, that happens yeah. all the time. These people, they're professionals in it. They figure out how to go and move around and stay in places and how long they have before they're going to get evicted, okay? So what appears to be going on in Atlanta is it's a system where somebody give us $1,400, here's the key, here's a fake lease, go move in that house. You're going to get three, six months out of it before you have to go. So Atlanta is out of control, obviously, over there, and they're going to pass a law. But, again, I think about that police officer who gets called, and there's a lease, 
What now, is now is the officer well, going to get to say, judge? Yeah. well, I've decided you're not supposed to be here, so I'm going to load you up in my police car and put you in jail. What are you going to do with their kids? What are you going to do with grandma who's living there? And so it's, I, I it's, what a mess. But these, and I'm going to call them professional squatters, squatters that do this for a living. They've got to do something. Yeah. This is going to be <laughs> an absolute mess because there's going to be a lot of legitimate tenants that are going to get kicked out. That's it's going to swing. Yeah, that and you that's would you, you would think so, but uh, that's crazy. It's almost like somebody has set up their own little, and that's probably who they need to go after is the person that's, that's collecting the four hundred dollars and handing out the keys. That's right. Those are the professionals. Right. Well, the squatters right. are becoming professionals. Yes, they are. They haven't found they the house. These guys have taken it to a whole nother level. You you right. you've started a company where you're taking fourteen hundred dollars and giving a key and a lease. Right. Right. Go after those. That's criminal. Yeah. Don't want to offend you squatters, but they all trash your house. Oh, absolutely. They don't take they care don't of care. They don't. They throw the trash in the kitchen and the bedrooms, and it's a mess. Oh, it's disgusting. So uh, that that's crazy. Um, they've got a true squatter problem well, in Atlanta. It, it starts in Atlanta. You know, you know, you probably, you definitely have it out in California and yeah. cities like L.A. and yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, it's yeah. happening in Chicago. Well, it's I'm happening. sure it's going on here. We yeah. just, you know, we hadn't heard about it in those numbers, but it's out there because I see it. I don't do eviction work or ejectment work but i hear have friends that do and you've got people that figure it out man they know how long they can stay before they're going to get and then you say to the homeowners okay let's say they're renting it to somebody what what are they going to do moving forward to protect themselves so that something like this doesn't happen right i mean do you (laughs) do you have to have you know a, a, a a lease that's been stamped by i don't know a government official somebody down at jefferson county courthouse you know, how, how are you going to how do, do you that? prove that that's legitimate? Right, because sure. you're going to have to do something to make those more legitimate than here's a piece of paper and it's a lease because if you're the person that owns the property, you can come up with the paper lease and go, here it right. is, sign this. Right, right. It, right. it needs right. to become more official, yeah. I guess. Well, and here's the other problem. A lot of people think, well, I'm protecting me and my tenant. I'm going to go, I'm going to take this lease and I'm going to take it downtown and file it of public record. Well, Ten years from now, when you go to sell your house and they do title work and they say, well, you've got an active lease. What's going on with that? So it stops your closing. So that's not that's <laughs> oh, not no, a Brooks. foolproof way now, okay? So <laughs> I, I know. Oh, what a mess. <laughs> the attorney thinks of everything. That's right. I didn't that's think right. about that, Brooks. Yeah, yeah. So what a mess. It is it, a mess. It's just a mess. Um, yeah, imagine going on vacation, okay, and come back. <laughs> No, no, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> your dog, Lucy. Got, your dog, Lucy, would be so upset. That's why I got cameras on the house. I'm like, that's right. somebody coming into the house. Yeah. What is going on there? But my mind immediately went to the police officer that's going to go to that door. And how, yeah, how that the puts determination them in a room. Well, he, he can't. The up. officers can't make that determination, no. right? No, no. Because that puts yeah. them. And those squatters are going to have children. What are you going to do with those children when you take their parents to jail? <laughs> DHR I says, the kids please don't call too. me. Please don't yeah. call me. It's I don't know what to do with the kids. A mess. Are they there legitimately or not? That's right. Somebody has to figure it all out. Mm. Come on, Atlanta. And, you know, a city like Atlanta, a state like Georgia, they'll figure this out. And then everybody else needs to have the same. Just yep. let, let's let's not reinvent the wheel. Somebody determine exactly how that's going to do. And we'll follow it. Right. And maybe a squatter court. Squatter court. Yes, let me be that judge. Please let me be that would judge. Would you like to be that I judge? I would love to be you've that done, judge. You've done some judging. I have. You not? I have. Let me be the squatter judge. 
I like it. You're going to Squatter Judge Court. Squatter Judge Court. That could be a new yes, show. That's right. With our, <laughs> could it be? With our Channel 42 partners. Yeah, that's right. Squatter Court. Get Ani involved in mm, it. That'd huh? be fun. Yep. Alex Puckett, yep. too. Yeah. David Lamb. They're right. all there. Right. Again. Squatter Court. Legitimate people. Don't use your efforts to be illegal. We'll be back. Talk 99.5. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby, the whole school yeah, just I hurt see. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. and Like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kamal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen.